Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. What is up? What is up? What is up? All right. What did I used to say? Uh, all right. All right. All right. Yeah. A little Matthew McConaughey. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, boys and girls. No, boys. Just boys. Amen. Uh, we've got some things we're going to do today on Facebook Live or on the podcast if you're listening in. Uh, I'm super excited to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about a couple of things, but saving your marriage but losing your identity. I posted this in our Facebook group recently, and it went bonkers. You guys were responding like crazy. A lot of you were pissed off, and some of you were happy. Some of you understood where I was coming from. And so my goal for today is actually to communicate about that subject, but also a couple of other things that I've been posting about recently. Um, I like to post these comments not to piss anybody off, but to really help you start to shift your beliefs, to shift your understanding of what we do at Empowered Man, because some guys come in new and they're like, oh, this is a save your marriage group. Oh, this is a support group for men who are struggling with their marriage. No, that's not what this is. This is a men's empowerment group who specifically focuses on men when they are hurting in their marriage, when they've been cheated on, when they are losing their wife, all of those things. And so I start from that place because really when you're there, that's when you're vulnerable and ready to actually receive because for probably 90% of you, if I were to come out and say, Hey man, you need to man up and you need to change the way you communicate. You need to own your shit. You need to be a better leader. All those things. If I would have said that to you five months ago, six months ago, or even five years ago, you'd been like, yeah, I'm good. I do what I do. You know, it's all good. But now that your wife has said, I want out of the marriage, we've got your attention. And let me tell you something that pisses your wife off to no end. It pisses her off because it took her leaving. It took her wanting to, you know, cheat or whatever she did to, that hurt you. It took her doing that for you to finally wake the fuck up and realize you've got shit to work on. So I want to talk about a couple of different things, specifically the topic of knowing and understanding. You see, you can know something, but not understand it. I used to know a lot about communication. Matter of fact, I've been a communicator for many, many years. Um, I'm trained in public speaking. I've spoken all over the country in churches, in, in prisons, in nursing homes. I've traveled the world. I've done all kinds of things in terms of communicating and articulating to people. But when it came to my marriage, when it came to being in a relationship with a woman and she's wanting my feelings, I couldn't articulate that. Like I had no fucking idea how to communicate what I was wanting to say. So I knew communication, but I didn't understand it. There's a gap between knowing and understanding. It's called revelation. Knowing something, having the knowledge of something is nowhere near as impactful as understanding something and becoming that thing. You guys have heard me say many times that Look, at the end of the day, I don't care how much knowledge you have. What matters is that you're becoming the book, that you're becoming what you're reading, that you're becoming the videos you're watching, that you're becoming these things. That's what's important. So the difference between knowing and understanding is a chasm. It's a wide chasm for a lot of you. 
you come into our group and you're like, oh man, this is great. You start learning about boundaries. You start learning about manipulation. You start learning about these things, but you still lack understanding. And when you lack understanding, nothing will change in your relationship. Nothing will change at home. You will still go off the deep end. You will still react and respond in unhealthy ways. It's no different from a guy in our Thrive program where we teach him how to drop a power triangle. We teach him how to drop a power statement or set the narrative or, or t- you know, the story. Uh, you know, all these different things we teach them, t- you know, training-wise. And they, they get the knowledge of it, but they have to practice it. They have to become it. They have to embody it. And how does that happen? We create an environment where we surround men with other men that are learning the same things. And you go, well, I'm in this free Facebook group. Isn't that the same thing? No, no, it's not. Because 90%, 95%, probably closer to 98% of the guys in here are still not ready for that level of work. And we know that because we have conversations with you guys all the time. We get, we get on conversations, whether it's on the phone or in messenger, and we talk to you guys. And a lot of you are just still in this beginning stage of figuring out what you want, what you want out of life, what you want out of this relationship. You don't even know why you want to save the marriage. And that's why I'm going to talk about the fact that saving your marriage is probably one of the worst things that you could ever, ever do. That's controversial. You're like, what the fuck do you mean? What kind of group is this? I'm going to talk about that. But look, here's the difference is that if you don't understand communication, if you don't understand how to, you know, use tools that can really stop external pain from happening, if you don't have the tool belt inside of you to deal with the internal pain that you've got, the trauma and the shame that you that you haven't dealt with, if you don't have those things, you might have knowledge of tools and knowledge of things, but if you don't have the understanding of it, you don't have freedom. And without the understanding, you lack freedom, you lack confidence, and you lack power. See, a man that has gone from knowing to understanding comes with confidence, freedom, and power in that area. Look, none of us are 100%. There are areas in my life where I have knowledge of things, but I do not have full understanding. I have knowledge of how to work out, but I don't always want to work out. You have knowledge of how to eat right, but you don't always eat right. And that's because you lack understanding. When you finally come to a place of realizing and understanding, oh my gosh, the stuff I'm putting in my body, the effect it's having on my sleep or the effect it's having on how I perform the next day at work, or that's where understanding comes into play. You can, you can know all you want about eating right. You can be like, oh, I know I should eat lower carbs, or I know I shouldn't eat sugar, or I know I shouldn't, shouldn't do these things, but you still do them, or you do them out of moderation into, into a wrong, like a, like a bad place, right? And instead of actually dealing with it, you just bury your head in the sand because you, you've not gone to a place of understanding. So there's a huge difference between knowing and understanding. The fact of the matter is, is I talk to you guys all the time. They're literally just making it too hard on themselves. Five minutes before this, I was on another call with a gentleman who just is now just hopping into our Thrive program. And I was answering some of his questions about the program. And he stopped and he's like, I'm probably just making this too hard on myself. And I said, you damn right are. Like you're literally making this too hard on yourself. You're overthinking overanalyzing everything because you're scared. Guys, if you are overthinking and overanalyzing, if your brain won't stop, it's because you are living from a place of fear 
And that means you can't make good decisions. Good decisions are not made from a place of fear. Think about the idea of scarcity, right? What do people do when they lack money, when they lack finances, they get scared. And when they get scared, what do they do? Some people turn to criminal activity. Some people turn to selling their body. Some people do things that they would never in a million years imagine they would do because they are afraid. And when you're afraid, you have no grounding, you can't move forward. And so you come into like our Facebook group or you come into listening to my podcast or you come into my YouTube channel or, or, or whatever, or even you, you join our 30 day challenge and you're afraid. Our goal is to get you to the place where you're not afraid anymore. For those of you that are afraid of divorce, I'm here to tell you until you face the fear of divorce, you will continue to do stupid things. You will continue to overcling. You will continue to do shit you shouldn't be doing to your wife. And when you stop overclinging and when you stop saying I love you and you stop doing those things, you'll do the opposite. You'll just be bitter and you'll be like, oh, fuck that bitch. That's what we have guys in here that are just bitter. And I kick them out. And I write comments like no disparaging remarks about women. I don't care what she's done to you. But I want you to stop hitting the she button. And I want you to start hitting the me button. That's what we do in our program. Anytime a guy starts talking about she, 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 she did this, she did that, she blah, 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 blah. We start hitting this button and we go, hey bro, you're hitting the she button. You need to start hitting the me button because the only person that can change anything is me. She might do whatever she wants to do. She might go out and leave you. She might go to counseling. She, she might take time to herself, whatever. The fact is, is you are wasting your time if you are not working on you. And I've told many of you before, you oh, I'm working on me. I'm like, how are you working on you? I'm reading books. I'm, I'm, I'm watching videos. I'm going to the gym. Man, those are great things, dude. I'm so glad you're doing those things finally, finally. But you still have not gotten yourself in an environment, in a community, and, and they've got professionals around you who can coach you to a higher level. Could you imagine if LeBron James said to his coach, hey, coach, you know, I'm, I'm going to the gym and uh, man, I'm just going to I'm just going to be the best athlete next year. I'm just going to I'm just going to be the best basketball player I can be. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm going to the gym and I'm reading books about basketball. OK, so you're going to the gym by yourself. No, no trainer. No, no trainer. I don't need a trainer. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to work out by myself and, and, and I'm going to I'm going to buy books and I'm going to watch YouTube videos on how to be a better basketball player. That's what I'm going to do. Now, could you imagine what that coach would say? Like, dude, LeBron James or anybody, any professional basketball player, he's like, how are you going to become the best if you're just reading books and watching videos and going to the gym? He's like, you, you can't be the best basketball player if you are just going to the gym by yourself and watching videos on how to be a better uh, basketball player and reading books on how to be an NBA wizard, you know, uh, dummies for, uh, for basketball players or whatever. Like, that's not how you become a, a world-class NBA athlete. No, those guys and every NBA player out there has a personal coach. They have coaches that are for their fitness. They have coaches for their nutrition. They have coaches for their finances. They have coaches for their form. You know, a lot of you know that uh, I'm an old school Tim Tebow fan and I loved that dude at Florida and I loved him watching him with the Broncos. Some of you hate that and that's fine. Whatever you purists out there. But the fact is, is the dude 
took coaches every year to literally break down his throwing motion that he had for 20 years and in, into in increments so that he could become a better passer. And did it work? Yeah, he improved his throwing motion a little bit. Did he become the best NFL athlete he could be? You know what? He did. He became the best NFL athlete he could become. Did he become a Pro Bowl NFL uh, passer? No, he did not. Did he stay in the league? No, he did not. Is he trying to come back as an athlete other than a quarterback? Yes, he is. So the fact is, is he had coaching. He had some of the best coaches. In fact, Tim Tebow was working out with the same coach that worked with Tom Brady, uh, Drew Brees, all the top guys. He had that same guy working with him, Peyton Manning, the guy at Duke. He was working with the same guy, and he still didn't get to where he was, but he saw the investment. He saw the investment and said, you know what? If I'm going to get there, I can take years and years and years and years and years to do it on my own, or I can hire a coach and do it with him and become better because I've got that coach right now beside me, and I'm going to do it with him because he's going to get me there much faster. You're making it too hard on yourself, trying to do it on your own. You're not going to become an NBA athlete watching videos on YouTube, going to the gym by yourself and, and, and thinking that you're just making the perfect shot, even though you don't really know. And it comes to the same thing with your empowerment. The men of old, we don't have that this much these days, but they had, they had masterminds of other men who were successful and they got around each other and they made each other better. Iron sharpens iron. The Jews had a, had a wonderful tradition a, a, around that where it was called Midrash, where they would get together and they would actually challenge each other mentally about certain things. And cultures used to do that. It was a thing. And now it's not a thing anymore. Until lately. The last several years, groups have been popping up, different ones to, to be with men, to help men become men again, to get their balls back, to get their power back, their confidence and their freedom and that's what we do in Thrive. We help you get that confidence, power, and freedom back, specifically within the context of your relationship, your marriage, and then beyond. Because then when you get past Thrive, we have momentum, and we have authority, and we have producer, and legacy, and all these other ones beyond that. But you have to go through Thrive to get to that place, to get to that place where so many men are going now and are living like at a, at a 12 out of 10, as opposed to a 10 out of 10. I could bring on so many guys right now who have like, man, my whole life has fucking changed. Another guy this morning just posted in our in our workplace group, which is where we have the, the group stuff. And he's talking about how much his life has changed in the last eight months that he's been with Empowered Man Program. And it's because he decided, I'm gonna stop making this too hard on myself. I'm gonna jump and thrive and I'm gonna fucking just learn. I'm gonna do the work. Here's the final thing I wanna talk about. Saving your marriage is probably the worst thing you could do. It's literally one of the worst things you could do. And here's why is because guys make it a goal, a goal to save the marriage. And that is not good. Here's why. Because if your goal is to save a marriage, this is what a goal actually means in the dictionary. It means the end toward which effort is directed. So if your end is saving the marriage, what happens after that? What happens after you save the marriage? Oh, everything will be fine. A couple months, three months, six months, a year, two years, five, maybe. But let me just tell you something. 
Guys, we are creatures of habit. We will repeat the same dysfunction time in and time again. Until we do the fucking work, we will continue to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again until the marriage is completely shot and divorce is now on the table and divorce has gone through and, and you finally get it at that point. Cause I've, I, we have guys in thrive that are already divorced and they're like, you know what? I don't want to repeat the same mistakes. They finally got to the place where they were going to stop making it too hard on themselves. They were going to stop being a pushover. They're going to stop having no boundaries and stop being manipulated and decided that they were going to put an end to that and decided it was time to give up on the idea of saving something that's not worth saving. Here's the cold hard facts. When your wife wants out of the marriage, has left the marriage, has cheated in any way, the marriage you had is over. It's over. Guys, I've been through this multiple times personally. My wife cheated on me multiple times. And every time I'd forgive her, I'd bring her back. I'd be like, all right, we're going to work on this. And I'd start owning my shit. And I, and, I, and I would start like, man, I, I caused some of this and I'd start like trying to own it, but she wasn't doing the work. And when you have two people and, and, and I was doing work, but I was doing it by myself. I didn't really get help. I didn't go to therapy or coaching. I didn't, I didn't do any of that. I just wanted to be better. And so I read books and I worked out and I lost weight and I got a new haircut and I, I did things to attract her back and it worked. It got her back. It saved the marriage. But then what? We had nothing else. We didn't have any foundation of having something new. Gentlemen, if you want your wife to be in your life and you want to still be married to this woman, your goal should never be to save the marriage. Your goal should only be this. I'm going to be the most empowered man possible. I'm going to put myself in the most powerful position I possibly can to attract her back to me so that I may serve her as her husband. Think about what I just said compared to, I just, I just want to say, I got to say something. I got to, I got to give her flowers. I got to try to sleep with her. I got to do something. And I hear this all the time from guys and they'll be on a call with me and they're like, I just, I, I would feel horrible, sick to my stomach if I didn't do everything I could to save the marriage. The fact is you're in fucking denial. The marriage is over. You waited too long. The symptoms were there for years and you fucking ignored them. I ignored the symptoms for years. That's why I lived through so many things because I was ignoring it. I just kept pushing it under the rug. I'm like, no, 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 this is, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. It's going to be okay. God gave her to me. All these things, you know, the church gets involved, like, you know, Christianity, those of you in the faith community are super confused. I know I was there super confusing. Cause what does the Bible say versus what does man say? What does your pastor say? All this confusion in your head because you have no fucking clarity. You have no idea what you actually want, but here's the facts. If you strip down, if you just strip down everything away, strip it all down to what you actually want, what you want is to feel like a man again. You want your confidence back. You want your power back and you want your freedom back. And I guarantee you, if you walk in those things and your wife is not attracted to that, you don't want to be married to that person. You just don't. And maybe your wife is attracted to it, but she shut her heart down because she couldn't do it anymore. You know what? 
it's still your responsibility. You allowed things in your life, you allowed things in the marriage that should not have been, and now it's time for you to own that. And if you own it and it doesn't change anything with her, it doesn't matter. The fact is you own it for you. You don't own it for her. That's why I always say, if you're if the changes you're making are about her, it's not going to work. That's why you look at it and you go, the changes have to be for you. If you're making changes for you, it doesn't matter if she sees them. It doesn't matter if she notices them. She's either going to be magnetized to it. She's going to be repelled by it. That's what you want to create. It's no different from the marketing I do. I want the right guys in our community who actually give a fuck about women, who care about women, who care about their life, who care about their kids. They also care about living at a high level and raising their necessity and not just settling for garbage, who are achievers in life, who want what's best in life. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be wealthy, but just guys who aren't just settling for the status quo, who don't just want to wake up every day, scratch their nuts and watch football, who actually want to achieve and accomplish something in life to give back to this world, who actually want to change this world for better. Those are the guys we work with. Those are the guys who crush it in our program, in our Thrive program specifically. And then everyone else, we can't serve them. We just can't. Yeah, we have information. You can buy information. You can, you can buy our courses or, or whatever. But the guys we work with at a high level, the ones who say, you know what, man? I, I've got to stop trying to save this thing anymore. And I'm going to work on me. And I'm like, now I got you. And we'll have guys coming to Thrive and they'll tell us that. And then like three weeks later, they're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> they went from the knowledge of it to understanding. Oh, you see how this happens now. See, some of you have the knowledge that you need to work on you. You have the knowledge of what you should be doing and you do some of it. And, and no one's here to say, oh, you're just screwing it up and you're doing a bad job and you need me. No, not everyone needs us and that's fine. But a good portion do. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. In fact, I, I would say every man should go through our Thrive program if they could. And I wish they could because, man, the transformation we see in there is ridiculous. It, it, it blows my mind when I, when I go through our communities and I look at what guys are experiencing that have never experienced this kind of freedom, that have never experienced this kind of confidence, that have never experienced this kind of power in their life. And I'm talking the things like about their jobs. We've got this one guy who working in the, in the hospitality industry and he barely made enough money, had to borrow money to get into the program. And two, three months into the program, he finally was like, just had gotten so much breakthrough. He went and got a raise and, and was like, man, I see more value in myself than I ever have before. And now I can actually afford the program from that place of strength, not from a place of weakness. And too many of you are living from a place of weakness. Too many of you are living a small story, a pathetic story where you basically just wake up and just exist. And this is your call to action. You're called to decide, do I want to just save my marriage as my end goal? Or do I actually want to create something that's new with her and have the tools to serve her at a high level? That's what you got to choose, guys. That's literally what you have to choose. Because if you can't come to that place of choosing that, I can't help you. I can't help you until you get to a place where you recognize the truth. And that is, this isn't about saving something. This isn't about her and what she's done and how she's hurt me. This is all about me. 
This is the fact that I am responsible for my wins and my losses. I am responsible for how I show up every single day. I am responsible for what good and what's bad in my life. I am responsible for those things. That's one of the mantras we teach you in our Thrive program is to be responsible for your stuff. Not everything's your fault, but it's definitely your responsibility. Your marriage, whether it failed or not, is not necessarily your fault. It's your responsibility. How you show up with your kids now. You forget. So many guys forget. They're so wrapped up in the, in the hurt of their ego about their wife. They lose sight of the fact that their kids need a dad to show up holy. 100%. There's some of you high performers right now. You own companies. You, you, you run businesses. You, you, you're successful in life, but you are sucking right now. Your business is struggling. You're, you're, everything now is going downhill because you're allowing this destruction of the ego to question your identity of who you even really are. And you can't even fathom, you can't, you can't even like come to work in full presence. You're burying yourself in, in work too much or you're not even able to show up. And those of you that are, you're trying so hard and you're just going to get frustrated, you're going to get burned out. Guys, you need to come from a place of peace and strength. Peace and strength is what we're offering to you in our Thrive program. Other men to come around you, to be a part of your life, to call you up and out. Not to shame you, but to call you up and out because we love you. Because we care about you. You say, well, how could you love me? You don't know me. I don't have to know you. Love is a choice. We choose to love every man that comes in. We call every man brother because he is. He's a brother at arms. He's a brother with us. You come into empowered man. You are part of the clan. You are part of the family. Family is what strengthens you. And maybe, you're, maybe you've got a good family. Maybe you don't. The fact is you come in and you be a part of something like that. It will change your life. Guys, thank you for listening today. Saving your marriage is probably the worst thing you could do. But becoming an empowered man is the best thing you could do so that you might have a new marriage. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now, listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. 
Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. Third part of that is you're gonna have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge and I will see you on the inside.